Welcome to episode 250 of Live Happy Now. I'm your host, Paula Phelps, thanking you for sharing your time again with us this week. March is a special time here at Live Happy because March 20th is the International Day of Happiness. We start celebrating early with a little movement we call hashtag happy acts. This week, Live Happy CEO Deborah Heise sits down with me to talk about what happy acts are, how you can make them part of your daily routine, and how to celebrate the International Day of Happiness with us. Well, Deb, welcome back to the studio. I'm excited to be here today, Paula. Well, it's been a little while. We haven't done this in uh, too long. No, we haven't. We need to do this more often. It's always fun to talk to you because it's just, you know, we trade ideas and we get excited about the same things. And I could probably do this every day, although I'm not sure they'd listen to us every day. <laughs> we should try that. Find yeah, out. There, there you go. <laughs> hey, well, did you know, this is interesting because we had scheduled this for you to come in and talk about Happy Acts. And then as it turns out, it's a pretty consequential episode because this is going to be our 250th podcast episode. Wow. Has it been that long and we've done that many? That's amazing. And I, I have an even better number, which you don't know about, which is with this podcast, we're going to hit 3 million downloads. Wow. So that's amazing. You know, yeah. who thought when we thought about this, what was it, three years ago now, four years ago now, something like that, that wow. <laughs> it, it was going to grow into this. You know, when we started talking about it, it was really just podcasts were kind of a new thing. That podcast serial had just come out and I started listening to podcasts and you were like, yeah, these are interesting. You know, it seems like it was just an out of the blue, hey, let's try this. And between you and Brittany and Chris and everybody else who's been involved, here we are, 3 million downloads later. That's amazing. It kind of seems to be working. Um, <laughs> it does. <laughs> and speaking of things that seem to be working, you are here to talk about Happy Acts and the International Day of Happiness, which is another thing that you've been very instrumental in making happen. Well, you know, so many of us have grown that into being something towards a real thing. I mean, it, it's, you know, really one of those things that we started and we're still a big part of and still driving, but it's beyond us, which is what's so exciting about it. There's so many people that participate in it and we don't even know who they are. And, and so <laughs> yeah, we're like, oh, well, I did that last year. That was you guys. I'm like, well, yes, I guess. I don't know at this point. But, you know, the International Day of Happiness is in March. So March is the month that we choose to celebrate happy acts. But of course, at Live Happy, we celebrate those all year round. March is just the month that we shout to the world they need to be sharing as well. And it's been just a project that has gotten legs of its own. And it's just inspiring to watch how many people want to make a positive change in their world and how they're doing that and how we're helping them do that. It's just been so much fun. And I think we've seen it grow into it, it's reaching schools. There's organizations that are doing it, workplaces. I think it's gone way beyond what it originally, what we even thought about in the beginning. <laughs> we know the first year, and I guess this is year <laughs> six. So the first year, what, what happened was we met and we said, okay, we're live happy. And the United Nations has declared March 20th, the International Day of Happiness. We have to do something to make that a big day. Because, you know, I, I, although having an International Day of Happiness is great, you know, there's an International Day of the Donut. I mean, that doesn't necessarily <laughs> mean it's something that makes an impact on your life, unless you're a donut maker, right? We, right? we decided we really needed to make that day to be a day. I guess our vision was really, how do we make the International Day of Happiness just as important as Earth Day in the minds of people? I was young when Earth Day came out. I was, you know, in elementary school when suddenly it became a thing. And now it's not just a thing, it's a huge thing. Well, we care about the Earth, 
And so we understand why Earth Day is important, but I think we care about people too. So why is not human well-being something that we focus on as well? And that's really what the International Day of Happiness is about. And that's really what Live Happy is about. It's focusing on well-being of people and, you know, the societies they live in and the communities they live in and how they can live congruent lives and all of those things that we're about. We think the International Day of Happiness should be about that. So so we said, what are we going to do? And so we got in a room and we had had this idea about, well, what if we did a social intervention project? And really what we were going to do is we were going to put walls up in public places. And when people came by, we were going to ask them to fill out a card that says, share how you're going to make the world a happier place. We sponsored all of it. We sponsored 100% of it the first year. And we had 30 walls and we were rocking and we got tons of media coverage and it was amazing. And co-founder Jeff Olson spoke at the UN that year and we put on a whole UN program that year. And it was really a thing. It, you know, it felt like it was a really big thing. Well, last year we did 17, more than 1,700 walls. So in just six years, we went from 30 walls in what was two countries to over 1,700 walls in, I think, over 30 countries. And we had more than 300 of those were in schools and countless were businesses and, you know, and just people from all walks of life hosting happy walls is what we've started calling them, but they're happy acts walls. And, you know, and over the course of time, I spoke at the UN. We did a program on happiness the, uh, you know, the second year. We've expanded it to where, hey, March 20th is the day we're trying to celebrate. But example, in my case, my kids are on spring break on March 20th. So we're doing a happy wall at their school on March 13th. So now it's not, instead of just claiming March 20th, we've decided March is a happy month. So we're going to do walls all of March, everywhere that we can do them. And it's just a great, great experience. And I'm humbled to have been a part of starting it. Well, what is it about the Day of Happiness, doing the happy acts, doing the happiness walls? What is it that has resonated so well with people? Because I remember the year that Jeff Olson said, hey, we're going to get a thousand walls. And we were all like, that's insane. <laughs> <laughs> like, how are we going to do that? And then that happened and it exceeded a thousand walls. And as you said, now it's like seven, last year it was 1700. And what is it that resonates with people that makes them want to do this? Well, I think part of it is, you know, once they understand that happiness is a choice, if they're like me or like you or like Jeff, they want to share that. People want to talk about how to make the world a happier place. They want to do something positive in the world. And, you know, they also want to belong to something bigger than themselves. I mean, one thing that we know about people, we're wired to be part of communities. I mean, you know, all of the studies that we look at, everything that we, we talk about at Live Happy, all the studies that are presented at all the conferences we go to, positive relationships are the number one indicator of whether or not you're living a happy life. Whether you're living a happy life, the good news is no one can decide that for you. The bad news is only you can decide that. But <laughs> No <laughs> well, pressure, people. No pressure. <laughs> but, but when reporting satisfaction, lifestyle satisfaction, we know that relationships are key. People want to belong to groups that feed them and fill them up. And really, you know, Live Happy and the Happy Acts isn't just a project. It really is a movement. And we have people who come do it and they get so much out of that day because, you know, the, the experience you have when you're talking to somebody about if they'd like to fill out a card to, to say how they're going to make the world a happier place, it does a couple things. One of the things it does is it plants the idea that you can make the world a happier place, right? 
You're asking somebody. Which most of us had didn't get out of bed and think that morning. We're no. not like, how am I going to make the world happy today? No, most people, I think, think the world is doing something to them, not recognizing that it's not. They're actually <laughs> in charge of doing something to the, for the world, right? Well, a lot of us walk around reacting to the world around us, but we can be proactive. So it really plants the seed. I can do something. What is it I'm going to do? And it doesn't have to be a big thing. It can literally be, I'm going to smile. It can be, you know what? I am going to take time out of my day to color with my niece. It doesn't have to be anything massive. And once people grasp that, just to see, it's kind of like a weight off their shoulders. And it also becomes a mission for some people. Um, some people not don't just do happy acts during the month of March, during our happy acts campaign. I have so many people coming up to me and going, you know what? I've done a happy act every day since I first started doing this back in 2014. You know, so they've been wow. doing a happy act every day for, you know, what is coming on six years. And because it's invigorating to, and empowering to feel like, hey, I can make a difference. So that's the first thing I think that happens. The second thing that happens is if you're talking to people, whether it's kids at a school, you know, which, you know, you can do various programs with kids, have them fill out the card, they can color a picture, it doesn't matter what it is. It's just celebrating happiness that day and that they can do something to make themselves or their friends or their parents happier or whatever. Really simple programs can be done. But the other thing that happens when you stand out at a, let's say you're doing a wall in a mall or a public place is you walk up to somebody and they look at you like you're trying to sell them something and they look, <laughs> and then they look at you like maybe you're some crazy religion out there that they don't belong to and don't want to hear about or there's something not quite right about you because here you are happy, smiling in a mall, trying to get me to fill out a card. And if you can get through to a few of them, you see an immediate attitude change because not only do you get to decide, hey, there's something... I can do to make the world a happier place by doing this. You get to see the realization on the faces of other people that, hey, we can do something. We can do something together to make our community happier, to bring happiness to the world today. It's like a seed that really does grow inside of people. And they just start thinking about the world differently. And it's, you're really, it's a social intervention project. How do I get somebody to recognize that they're responsible for their own happiness? Well, this is a way they can at least plant the seed that maybe there's something they can do. And they can go out and look at other resources or learn more or not. But at least we made a momentary, planted a momentary idea that hopefully many of them will act on. And so for me, you know, it's one of the most rewarding things you can do. You're not recruiting people to a religion and you're not asking them for money or asking them to buy anything. You're simply building an emotional bond with a complete stranger for a couple seconds. Yeah. And it does last because I remember, I think it was the second year that we were doing this and we went to Chicago. We were doing the wall and we were inside a mall because it was snowing. And there was a woman who was in her 90s walking through the mall and she had this bright yellow flower in her coat. And so I walked over to see if she would like to write on our wall and I asked her about the flower and she told me that she put that flower on every day because when people see a yellow flower, it makes them happy. <laughs> and it awesome. was like, you have to come write on our wall. But those things, like it, that story has stayed with me because it's like this woman had gotten up every day and was trying to make others happy that she ran into. So she really embodied what we were all about. I love that story. I'm not sure you ever told me that story before. I don't know why you... I don't why, know if I did. Why'd you withhold information from it. me, Paula? I was hiding it from you. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for our 250th episode. 
one of my one of my favorite stories is people set up a wall. I think it was in Chicago. I'm not 100 percent positive. Uh, you know, the years get away, you know, the stories run together and the years get away from you. But they were in a restaurant, and somebody came in and was actually angry with them for taking up space in their restaurant. And what were they doing? And you know, this is well, the person sat down and ate. And by the time they were done with their meal, they came over and asked a few more questions, filled out a card, and ended up staying for three or four hours getting other people to fill up a <laughs> card, fill out a card. <laughs> because once they realized it really wasn't somebody trying to do anything other than brighten their world, they got it. But it took them a while. You know, in other stories of people who go to work walls, and I have a friend who's like, well, you know, I knew about this, and, and I, but I wasn't doing it, and live out of state, but I thought it was a really good idea. And then they did one, and now they're like, I'm never going to miss it. I'm going to do one every single year because it made such a difference in my life to do that, to go yeah. out and share this with other people. It really is a rewarding experience. One of the things we say about happiness, it's one of those things that when you give it away, it's multiplied. But also, mm -hmm. we know from studies that when you do something to intentionally, something intentionally to have a positive impact on the world, whatever the impact that you're having the emotional reward that you personally receive is likely greater than the emotional reward that someone for the person you did something for. So when you give a gift and you feel really good about the gift you're giving and the person receives it, they feel good, but you feel better. And I think the happy walls are kind of like that. You invest the time and the energy and yeah, the people who are involved feel good, who walk by and fill out the cards, but really you get the most benefit from it. Yeah, it is an uplifting way to spend a day. It's exhausting and exhilarating all at the same time. Absolutely. So if when people are listening to this, it's going to be very early March. Is it too late for them to get a happy wall together? Absolutely not. Absolutely I not. I thought you might say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> in fact, if they go to happyacts.org, there's tools there on how to approach somebody to get a wall, to put a wall in a public place or a school. If you have a place of business, all it really takes is going and talking to human resources and going, hey, I want to celebrate International Day of Happiness. Can we put up a, a bulletin board and ask people to fill out a card? And this is what the card's going to say on it. And, you know, if human resources says no, go find another job. <laughs> turn them in. Turn them in. Right now. But, you know, really, it's that simple. If it's a school, it might be a little bit late, but it's not a bad idea to at least ask your children's teacher. Maybe you can't get the whole school, but you could certainly get a classroom or two to participate, and that sets the groundwork for next year. But also, if you just want to have a happy wall in your own home, that's okay. Just take the time to celebrate International Day of Happiness with your family and talk about things that make you happy and things you're going to do for each other. And take the time to do that and record it and make a record of it. But register your wall with happyacts.org so we can include you in our count. But there's so many ways to do it. And the main thing really is we just want people to recognize that they can make a difference. They really, truly can help other people and help themselves and help their communities through simple acts. You can do a happy act. A happy acts are simple things people do for each other every day. They don't have to be complicated. There's all sorts yeah, of ways you can help can celebrate. You, I want to interrupt, as I just did, um, and ask you, can you kind of explain what makes a happy act, what it is. Well, we assume that people know, but maybe they don't. This is one of those things that after talking about it for six years, I'm, you know, the entire world needs to have heard about this by now, but <laughs> we're working on it. We're working on it, Paula. Happy acts are things that you do intentionally 
to make someone's day better. And I say intentionally because I think these are a lot of things we do all the time or we should do all the time. Like when somebody hands me something, let's say I go and I order a chai tea latte. I don't drink coffee. So that's my Starbucks order, non-fat chai tea latte. They hand it to me. I say, thank you. But I say, thank you. And I move on. But it's different if I intentionally say, you know what? Thank you very much. You make a great latte. I enjoy coming here every day to get this. That's different because I intentionally took a moment out of my day and got out of my automatic habit. Those are good automatic habits to have. But I intentionally took a moment to say thank you. Or I bought coffee for the person behind me because it was you know, such a great day. Or I look at someone and I said, you know what? I want to thank you because you've really helped my life in X, Y, Z way. And just go and be intentional about something. And if you do this every day, it becomes a habit, which is what we want. We want people to have the habit of being courteous, thankful, and gracious to one another. But also the intentionality of it will rewire your brain to really think in positive terms of what can I do today to make a difference in the lives of others. And that's really what a happy act is. It's everything from picking up trash in the front lawn that nobody sees you do to intentionally sending a thank you note to someone, to pretty much anything you can think of. But the important part is that you have intention on your part, not just, oh, well, you know, I did do that. So that was my happy act for the day because you're not going to get the benefit out of that. What's your favorite happy act? You mentioned like thanking people intentionally. What are some of the things that you don't, I know that you have done this at your kid's school. I know that you've done it in your home. What are some of your favorite things that you've done with happy acts? Well, we do it in our kids' school every year. In fact, I don't think they're ever going to let us stop even after our kids graduate. That's just (laughs) not going to happen. They love it so much. Every class participates. We're on our second principal, and they just think it's the greatest day of the year, and the kids think it's the greatest day of the year. But in terms of happy acts myself that I like and I like to practice, I can tend to be in a, uh, this isn't going to surprise you at all, Paula. I can tend to be in a full throttle mode a lot, meaning I'm going from place to place to place. (laughs) Wait, wait, you? No, not me. (laughs) Um, But taking the time to sit down with someone and say, you know what, I really appreciate what you're doing. I genuinely think you're making a contribution. It really matters. Thank you for being here, CEO of a large organization or a mid-sized organization, taking the time to do that. Or if it's, you know, one of the people who's hosting a happy wall doing the same thing, taking the time to write a note or make eye contact with someone and say, I really appreciate what you're doing. It means a lot. It's probably my favorite thing to do because it's really hard for me because I'm going 800 miles an hour. I have to be intentional about stopping and doing that. But it's rewarding and somewhat uncomfortable at times for everybody because it's, you know, <laughs> They're like, wait a minute, you're talking to me about this, but it's good. It's a good thing to uh, have that eye-to-eye contact with somebody and just let them know how much they're appreciated because nobody else, it's possible that nobody else in their life is doing that and it's important. Right. And that's something that's so great about doing these things. We may not realize that we might be the only positive interaction that that person has that day. We don't know what's going on in their personal life. We don't know what their home life is like. And being able to be that positive influence, I mean, that could be that one thing that keeps them hanging on that day. It is hard to realize that sometimes, but particularly when we do what we do for a living, yeah, it's hard to imagine. But there are people that sometimes when you say thank you, they they break down and cry, which is why it can get 
you know, it's a humbling experience as well to think that you can have that impact by doing something that you really should be doing all the time anyway. But it's real. Building connection with others is something that we should all value because you can't take it with you, so to speak, but to enjoy the ride, you really have to have, it's better with company. It is. And Happy Acts is a great way to make new company, enjoy the company you're with. And we are going to tell everyone how they can get their own wall going. We're going to give them links on our on the landing page for this podcast so that they can go directly to that. We'll give them ideas for doing happy acts. Yeah, there's a whole calendar there with suggestions for happy acts all over it. You know, if you if you don't like my suggestions, we've got 31. <laughs> go check it out. Uh, I challenge people to do a happy act for a day. I mean, a happy act per day for a week, for a month. It'd be great if you could do it for the whole month, but do something intentional every day for a month. It doesn't take five minutes. It doesn't take money. It just takes time, but not a lot of time. And it takes intention. But I challenge people to do happy acts and go to happy acts. ACTS, happyacts.org, and check out everything that's there as well as on the livehappy.com website. I think you'll find a myriad of tools. There's also, you can hashtag, use the Happy Acts hashtag, and there's a wall there that every time somebody hashtags in social media, their Happy Acts are uh, posted to that wall. So you can see a virtual wall of people who are doing good things and making a difference. And, you know, we want to see you there. Um, yeah, that's that's the thing we do want to we want to hear about the happy acts. For one, it gives us more ideas. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I didn't think of that. But yeah, we do. We want to know what people are doing and hear how they are celebrating their happy acts. Yeah, please share with us. We're trying to build a larger community. This is a movement. You I know, mean, we had seventeen hundred walls last year. You know, I'm, I'm trying to get twenty five hundred this year. But the more people we can talk to, the more likely that is to happen. And you know, just get it out there that this is something we're doing and grab a friend and host one at your local Y or your church or your your sidewalk. My kids did one on the sidewalk one day on a card table like a lemonade stand. Oh, that's fantastic. You know, it just, just is whatever you can do. There are kits you can buy to help set up. You don't have to buy one though. Just keep this in mind. This is, we just want more and more people to talk about this. Uh, we're going to make this as big as Earth Day. I love it. I love it. Well, Deb, thank you for coming by. I know you are super, super busy. So I appreciate you stopping in and talking to us about this. And always my pleasure. You know, this is my favorite thing in the world to do. That was Live Happy CEO Deborah Heise talking to us about hashtag Happy Acts. To learn more about Happy Acts or the International Day of Happiness, visit us at livehappynow.com and follow the links. We hope you're already a subscriber to Live Happy Now, but if you're not, you can find us on the Pandora Podcast Network, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. Just look for us on your favorite platform and hit subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. That is all we have time for today. We'll meet you back here again next week for an all-new episode. And until then, this is Paula Phelps reminding you to make every day a happy one. Happy one.